Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 618 of the This Xbox Life podcast that is called Flight of the Ascent. My name is Rob, also known as Presar. I'm one of your fine hosts for today, and with me as always, I got my good buddy, Mark. Hey, everybody, how you doing? Mark, aka Wingman709. So when we say Flight of the Ascent, are you flying? Is the Wingman flying? Nope. Well, maybe we'll find out more about that later. Not but the moment. Before we find out about that, let's find out about something else. Uh, we are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans, for fans of the Microsoft Xbox. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of Microsoft. Alrighty. But they do. Do they reflect our opinions? They reflect our opinions in any, I suppose, any of our when they're good, then I suppose they do reflect those of Microsoft. If they're negative, Maybe. then they may not. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. So. And, uh, you know, we might also talk about, uh, we haven't talked about towels in a long time, have we? Or We're not going to do that today either. Not going to do any of that. All games, tech. man. All games, all day. No, I, I do want to take it into the food realm nope. later on, and there, there's nope. a reason for it. <laughs> it better be game related <laughs> it's, a del- it's a delicious reason okay I, I thought i'd mention it but um do we want to go hit the ground running with what we've been playing lately i suppose we should okay we can start off with brun but he's on assignment at uh gamescom uh 2019 so uh yeah, he's still looking he- for his luggage yeah from 2019 so yep. uh he'll he'll be back uh on the show Eventually. soon yes he might not find his luggage we'll we'll see <laughs> but uh here i'll I'll run through it real, mine real quick because uh mine's really short <laughs> but uh um, the craziness continues and i only got one thing in and it's probably the most gaming I've I've done in, in quite some time. And that and was I bet the you ascent. played it today. I played it today. <laughs> and uh it was like late, late, late this afternoon, uh, <laughs> early evening, where uh it's like I'm like, well, let me preload some stuff. And you know how things go sometimes where it's just like you don't even get a moment to catch yep. your breath and then you know, it, it was like six o'clock or something like that. And then finally I'm like, oh yeah, I remember trying to get the ascent loaded. But uh I, I actually I do want to make a comment uh about the game. So uh I, subscribed I hope so, to- since it's the only game that you've yeah. played. No, no, about the games in general. Oh. And about Game Pass in particular. So over the past I don't know, a couple of weeks probably uh, on the X. Well, so I subscribe to the Xbox uh, YouTube channel and they put out trailers all the time, right? All the new games that are coming out and, and some promo stuff, of course. But you, you see the, you know, coming soon trailers, you see like available now trailers. And there was a couple of games that I was like really interested in. And, you know, I saw the trailers and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, this, this game is it's freaking awesome. And, I saw, what was it? Uh, oh man, now I don't remember what it was called. Well, of course, there was the Ascent, 
And then there was that game. It starts with an O, not Omni, Omno, Omno. There was Omno, and then there was that other game. It was like Raji or something like that. And they all looked huh? interesting, like little platformers. And I'm like, you know, these look really good. And I'm like, you know, the Ascent is, uh, you know, it's coming straight to Game Pass. You know, we were looking forward to that for a really long time. And I was wondering, I'm like, you know, maybe I could use my rewards points to get, you know, the other games or at least part of them. And I was like shocked to see that all three games that I was looking for are all in Game Pass. It's like, what a freaking surprise it was. Not I was awesome? pleasantly surprised. And it's like, here I was, I was actually prepared to plop down money for these other two games at some point, maybe not right away. But I was prepared to get them because they looked interesting. They looked like my speed. And and I didn't have to. And it's like, you know, I've got these rewards points. I was actually thinking, I'm like, man, what am I going to do with them? Because it's already happened like a couple of times where I claimed the gift cards. And they expire. Yeah. yeah. I lost like 30 bucks already. <laughs> so I'm not even claiming my points just because. And buy uh, some know, hardware. You know, I was thinking about that because I, um, I saw somebody on our community bought like a head with the new Microsoft headset. Yeah, and some so, games. So yeah, cashed so them sick. all in and spent them. Yeah, so you'll go for that headset or something like that because I think it's like a hundred bucks or along those lines. But you have a headset, right? Yeah, I, I use my HyperX Cloud. I don't even uh-huh. know which one it is. Too. I mean, it's amazing headset. Love it. I use it. I switch it back and forth between my PC and the um, and the Xbox. So you know, I just plug it into the bottom of the controller or my headphone adapter when I use the uh, use it on the Xbox, and then it comes comes with a little USB dongle for use use on the PC. But it's like I love them, and I'm really not compelled to get anything that's wireless. You know, just because, uh, you know, if you're tethered to the controller, big deal. <laughs> Usually it's in your hand anyway. And your hand, there's a limitation to how far it can get away from your melon, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I was just so pleasantly surprised about that. So, yeah, I, I queued them all up. And uh, they're all in my system. And we'll see when I have time to play them, though. But. <laughs> That's a whole different story, but uh, I did get okay. some time in with the ascent. You want you want to talk about this game together now? Absolutely. I know it's uh, it's on the horizon for you as well. So you know this is the game that uh, you know, they've been teasing for some time. Did, did they first tease it last year at E three or was it this year? I, I think remember. it was. No, it was last year when yeah. we first saw it. Yeah. So it. You know, when we first saw it, right, it looked like, you know, a Diablo-ish cyberpunk-style game. You know, it's a twin-stick shooter, right, uh, uh-huh. which is, is fine. And, uh, you know, the, the the graphics on the game look amazing. And it's almost too busy, but, you know, I, I think... Do you, do you know what I'm saying? It's like there's so much on the screen that okay, maybe maybe this is a minor gripe of mine, but 
I think it's still early and this will pass. This will fade. So when you're like walking around, there's like so much stuff. You really don't know what to interact with. Oh, I know. You know, there. okay. So there's terminals, right? That are easy to spot because they're usually at at these doors. So you can turn off the force field or essentially like open a door, close a door. And then there's these, like, I'll call them chests that you open. And then there's these chests that you just walk over and you smash. Right. Right. Those are fairly easy. The other stuff, I I feel like I need to walk around the perimeter of the room (laughs) and buy everything. Do, Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. And that's a little annoying. But I think once you get used to the visuals, you'll be able to identify everything off the get-go. But it's very busy. They spent a lot of time on the visuals, a lot of time on you know, the yes. textures, imagery. They, they did a really nice job. Um, and the other thing I was kind of noticing was they spent so much time doing the imagery some of the other stuff looks a little unnatural. Like the running is very robotic and it's like, it just didn't seem like it meshed to me, but it doesn't detract from the game. It just, this is like minor nitpick territory over here. Do you you know what I'm saying? It's like the running was kind of like, you know, I have this like little figure and I just scripted the running you know, based on what I think running looks like, you know, cause nowadays everything is like motion capture. <laughs> Maybe we're spoiled by it. Like cartoons are done, you know, kids cartoons are done by motion capture for years, you know, the stuff in uh, video games, you know, cutscenes, And, you know, this thing just didn't look very natural. Even like old games, like Prince of Persia, even that looks a little more natural, but, Super minor gripe. It's just totally nitpicky. But um, the, uh, the the visuals in the game are amazing. The sound is okay. Uh, do you have, I have to ask, do you have any trouble shooting? Like aiming? Um, it, it's, it's pretty sensitive. I'm, it's um, something that I think is, that I'll have to get used to. Mm-hmm. The the definitely the shooting and stuff is I mean it's a, it's a twin stick shooter essentially so those are you just gotta get that nuance of yeah. of how to rotate your sticks and stuff but um, I struggled a lot with the first time with taking cover um, yeah. and but I I think what what I was doing was I was like rotating the wrong stick um, mm-hmm. so I kind of figured it out. Um, and it's getting better. The more I play, it's getting better. But yeah, I mean, it's not an easy thing to in in this type of game to like get your your gun on. I'm kind of more of like sweeping back and forth in the general direction. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like I lose half my ammo, like missing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I I wish there could be like some kind of lock <laughs> or or something. You know, it's like. uh and it has some kind of lock on the nearest enemy or, or something like that. Just so well, I'm not you shooting. can, there's skills and one of them is around aiming. So maybe it will get a little tighter as you level up. It might, I, I kind of think it's that way on purpose. Mm-hmm. 
to start um, because there is a aiming skill set. Okay. So, can I it, plug? It, can I plug that skill directly into me? Because the problem is <laughs> not with my character. The problem is with me. <laughs> no, I think it'll get better. Yeah. Okay. But I, I will, I will say this. Um, put some skills into your health and to your power kind of going uh especially especially if you're playing single player um if you're by yourself man this game ramps up pretty quick like i mean it's not like a difficult thing like you but i when i was playing by myself earlier man i was just like getting hitting in areas that i just even at the very beginning like man i'm i was struggling but what I noticed about the game is like you'd respawn kind of right where you were. And of course, all your enemies are there. But after like dying four or five times, it would spawn in. There'd be like nobody there. <laughs> so it's like it's almost like the game's like, OK, dude, you obviously suck. So here I'll put nobody in here so you can, you know, and then it would spawn them a bit later. But yeah, um, the game goes, if I keep doing the same thing, you're going to rage quit and not play me again. So yeah. <laughs> I will handicap. Yeah, but um, put some uh, the health. It, it you know it looks like you got to pick up your health. So um, putting some skills into your health and stuff, boosting your HP is probably a really good thing at the beginning of the game. Um, I did play co-op today with um, oh geez, stricken thought, and uh, so him and I were playing, and it was so much better. Like I liked the game. I, I was liking it. I'm like, this is pretty cool. And I was enjoying it single player. But holy crap. I mean, when we had two of us in there, we were wrecking people. I mean, it was just so much fun. And if you go down, you can you can try to pick up your partner, you know. Um, so it, I, this is definitely a co-op game. And you'll I think you'll enjoy it so much better. Uh, but it was fun. I mean, this is one I'll sit down and still play by myself. Um, but I, I definitely would like to play with, uh, with people. Um, it, it definitely shines at that point. Um, mm -hmm. and it's fun loot shared. So when you pick something up, the other person gets it too. So that's a really nice thing in a co-op game. So everybody gets whatever dropped. Um, so I like that part. Um, and if like your partner opens up a box, you don't have to run over there to get it because they're there, they'll pick it up automatically and you still get it. So. Um, really like that aspect of it. A couple things I noticed, like you mentioned about the aiming. Um, again, it's a. Uh, I've got, I got better as I was playing, um, and again, I think just getting used to that type of game um, and playing it will help. Um, the it is a gorgeous looking game. Um, the environment is. I, it it feels like I think like what you said. There is so much there. This has got to be one of the most detailed games I've ever seen. I mean, they that's did the way not it feels skip on the backgrounds. Yeah. No. And there's so many like people walking through. And it was kind of funny because Stricken kept shooting people. Like, that's a civilian. He's like, well, he goes, I'm like twitching. He's like, you know, I'm used to you see a person and you shoot him. <laughs> but the, the, the area is crawling with people. Like, you're in a live, active city and. There's areas, I mean, there's just so many people and it's just, and some of them are bad. Some of them are good. Um, 
it, it doesn't seem to be a, a anything negative if you kill civilians. You know, I've killed a few myself as well. Um, but uh, yeah, it is. It's just like there's times where it's hard to see because of the bright neon lights. Um, sometimes the pathing and the way the camera turns. I, I, it is weird. I like the camera and what it does. It keeps changing. Like at one point, I don't know how far you got, probably not as far as I got today, but at one point we ended up in where it was like a 2d game. Like you were go- like a side scroller. Okay. And you were playing a side scroller for a while. Like you can't move the camera. So sometimes you know, you'll get into a spot. It's kind of like you, you wish or your instinct is, I wish I could rotate this, you know, 180 degrees so I could see. Um, but it doesn't do that. And the camera kind of self moves around. Now, I haven't had any problem with it being an issue, um, like where I can't mm-hmm. see what I need to. Um, and it's actually kind of neat, but it's weird because, you know, sometimes you get you get used to like, OK, I'm moving upwards and I'm 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 shooting, and you get used to that. Then all of a sudden, the way the map goes, the camera angles, and now you're working like you're you're moving down to the right. Um, and then now, of course, all your sticks are going the. Di- it's, it's just there's this kind of weird thing. It's like I want to move the camera so that I can just keep my movements and sticks going the same direction by moving the camera. Yeah, you know, like you can do in some games, and so it, that's not in here. And uh, if it is, I haven't found it yet. But uh, it it's kind of neat. I kind of like the way that the camera is does change, and you get these kind of weird angles that I'm not used to seeing in other games. Because, and again, this might exist. I'm not a huge twin stick shooter person, mm-hmm. um, but I find it actually really neat. Um, and uh, and of course, when you do die, even in co op. You so far, like you respond pretty much right where you were. Um, I haven't seen an instance yet of where I've had to backtrack a long ways. It seems to do really good job of saving where you were. Um, so that's really nice, even even in co-op. So, but I I am really excited for it now. the The character models look great. Um, there's mm-hmm. a lot of gear now. Now, some of my complaints on this game so far, just in day one, I feel like this game doesn't doesn't tell you anything. Um, yeah, that's like interesting. you pick up loot, okay, so you pick up an armor piece, and it's like there's all these things that you know it, it tells you, oh, it's better here, lower here. It's gonna, you know, like you got all these skills, and when you pick up a piece of armor, it might add to a skill or lower a skill but they're just all icons. So you really don't know what everything is and you're not really sure. Like everything doesn't have a, it's it's just all made up weapons and armor with these weird names. And there's nothing really distinctive of like, is this better than what I'm wearing or not? It's, and I was in stricken was like the same thing. We were talking about it and he's like, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. You know, that's what I was telling him. It's like, I'm struggling with, do I change out this vest or not? I'm not sure exactly what's better. Um, so there's a, a lot of kind of, I would say item management in this that you've got a, and it looks like it's a little more 
might be a little more complicated or detailed designed than a than something like you know Diablo where you know I kind of like those games where it's like oh yeah this this is better in two of the three aspects you know because you know like oh your defense is going up your attacks going up but your hit points are going to stay the same or go down by a, a point or two you know it's kind of like okay overall this is better and it just boom I can kind of do it this one really doesn't it, it like I said on the outset of day one just diving into this game, I don't see that. And I'm sitting there going, well, I don't know if this is better or not. Then there's weapons and I'm not sure. Um, Same thing. It's like, well, what's better? So there's a lot of information on the screen and it's like, I'm trying to figure out what am I supposed to look at? What do some of these things do? Um, and, And maybe that'll just come with the game, but I feel like the game doesn't do a good job of really introducing you to all the mechanics there's something called a um oh i can't even remember what it was called some kind of skill or pack or item and it's like i don't even know what it does you know there was like one mission i was on and i came up to a locked door and it just said ice 1 I'm like well what does that mean it says locked ice 1 well then i go into the tutorials and i'm reading okay ice means this but i don't know what the one does and stricken goes well i think some things you can hack and you know and they're like yeah those things show up as yellow and that's not what this showed but i held my y button to like hack the door and it opened i'm like well I, it wasn't yellow like earlier it said you can hack things that are like yellow so how do i know if i you know what's my ice level that you know that i can hack and i only hack level ones twos three i don't know um you know so there's a lot of things there's there's um, abilities and modules that you can do or get. I don't, you know, like one of the abilities I have is this, uh, what is it called? A hydraulic push. Um, that thing's pretty awesome. At first I wasn't even using it. And then I started using it and I was like, whoa, that thing's pretty devastating. So I'm starting to use it a lot more. Um, I hate grenades because you, to throw a grenade you click in on the left stick. Well, I'm so used to clicking in on the left stick to like sprint. So I keep clicking in like when I'm just running or just trying to walk or go from, you know, in the game and all of a sudden it throws a grenade out. I'm like, oh, Jesus. And then when I want to do it in a fight, it doesn't go. And I'm like, why is this not working? <laughs> so there's, you know, a couple things like that that are, are a little irritating. Um, but you know, no game is perfect, but, you know, I want to I want to bring up all the kind of things I was seeing that was like, oh, this is frustrating. I'm also navigating through the um, the menus is really odd. I, I, so you'll. Oh, you yeah. Can, you can go I, into your menu. And. You got all the tabs, so like you can typically when you're moving from tabs, you're usually using like an RB or a right trigger. And so I'll go into like um, weapons and then it spawns another like, you know, a nested sub menu, sub menu. Like you go into your primary weapon, right? Yeah. So you go your primary weapon, it opens up your gun. And then it's like, I'm like hitting like left. uh, I think, what am I doing? I'm hitting like left on the D pad, like to go backwards to the next level. And it actually changes you to the whole next tab. And it's like, 
you have to hit the B button, like to go mm-hmm. back the level. And for some reason, it's like my instinct is to the. And it's just like it's the way it looks. For some reason, in my brain, it's like oh, you need to just tap your left stick or something because it's almost like you're going left and right. So you, mm-hmm. I'm either tapping the D pad or moving my left stick, but it actually changes it to the next menu option completely. Yeah. Like, no, that's not what I wanted. So I'm constantly trying to go back and going back in. And then it's like, oh, crap. Now, how do I back out of this so I don't mess it up again? Yeah, It just seems like it's, it doesn't seem intuitive. Like the right. intuitive thing seems to be the wrong thing. <laughs> no, I, I get the same thing, but I'm using the right analog stick. And it does the same thing. Okay. Yeah. It's just really bizarre. Mm-hmm. So... But again, a minor thing. Um, and what do you think of the map? Oh, I, have, I have a hard time with it, personally. I, I, yes. The map is tough. The HUD is tough. Um, up on your D-pad, lights the way that you need to go. Yeah. So you can go into your menu and select um, what mission you're on, and then you can hit up on the D-pad, and it shows this red path. The problem is, is that path disappears pretty darn quick. Um, I mm-hmm. wish that would stay on longer and was a little, uh, I wish it would stay on for a greater length of time. And I also wish it's that like it would be from, a longer path. It's like the path from Outriders, sort of, right? Where it kind of just goes off in a direction. Yeah, that, it doesn't do that. This one's really short. Like, so you're constantly mashing that button. It's like every every few seconds I'm hitting up on the D-pad. And it's because the map is just like the map is so busy. Busy. Yeah. In the in the world. It's just like, and I mentioned to Stricken today, I was like, thank goodness they have this in there because I would never know where to go. There are so many levels. Like, I mean, they're designed, yeah. and this is not a criticism. No. It it's it is. Like I expected like a flat playing field, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, and it's not like there are levels and you're looking, you can see stuff below you. You can take stairs to go down below you, go above you. There's elevators. There's like, so it's not just this kind of flat thing that you're moving around. Think of like, so I guess I was thinking more of like a Diablo, right? Everything's on a flat playing plane, Mm -hmm. you know, that is not the ascent. So you take that and then you add three or four different levels on top as you stack them on top. And it's like, you know, so you go to where you are, but you may not be on the right level. Like I went to one mission and I'm like, I don't see it. I'm in the circle on the HUD. And then I, I noticed that there was stairs down. So I went down. I was like, oh, there's another set of stairs down. I had to go down two flights of stairs to get to where I was supposed to be. But at the top, I was still in the circle. You know, it was like, find this and it's somewhere in there, but I was on the wrong level. So it's, uh, it's just bizarre. Like there's so much there. I didn't expect that. And it's, it's really cool, man. <laughs> yeah. And there, there was one part where I was, so I was, I, I cleared the area and then I saw that there was like a chest thing and I'm like, I want to get over there. And I'm like looking, I have no, I'm looking at the map. I have no idea how to get over there. 
And I'm like walking around. Okay, is there some trick area that I can get into, you know, to kind of go up into the upper area? Every time I go, there's like a dead end and I can't continue any further to get like in the direction that I want to go. Yeah. And then I'm looking at this freaking ladder. So it's like a, a, you know, you know, those uh, ladders that are like in the little, I'll call it like a cage to keep you from falling. I mean, you can fall straight down. You just can't yeah. fall away from it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm like looking at this thing and I'm like, it's not going to let me climb up that thing, is it? And I'm like <laughs> no. trying to go, like go over there and I'm like, of course not. It's like that ladder was a freaking tease. Why can't my dude climb up a ladder when they can shoot all these things? They can get all these updates. You can hack anything within a certain distance but I can't use a ladder. That is ridiculous. <laughs> Minor gripe again. Just, yeah. I'm sort of being silly also, but. Um, yeah. And any, and the thing is the gripes take nothing away from the enjoyment no, of the no, game. No. The, the, the only gripe really is I think management item management and the menus, um, not knowing really if something's better than what you have. Um, what one thing that's really super cool is, like if you like I've seen I've picked up several of the same gun and it it just tells you like so I got one called the drudge and when I went to the shop it showed that I had 9 of them so you can go to a gunsmith and upgrade the gun right and then I can go to the store and I can say I can hit the Y button to sell all duplicates and so it'll sell 8 of those 9 drudge guns but it it doesn't you don't lose what you upgraded like you're upgrading yeah. the weapon period so when you it's not like you sold the one you upgraded so that's really cool oh, and it's yeah. like and it's across the board so if you've got multiple pieces of armor you just hit that one time and it'll sell everything that's a duplicate but you won't lose the original item it just sells all the extras for you in one shot sure beautiful beautiful feature i love that um, so it's, uh, that's a ni- another nice thing, but I'm definitely going to be playing a lot of this this week. Um, and, uh, we'll definitely probably be talking about it some more. Maybe Rob, maybe you and I can get together this weekend and, uh, mm-hmm. play some together because co-op is so much better. Oh yeah. And that's not even a hit on the game. Like I, I was no. having a fun time by myself. It's just that it was really a lot harder. Um, and it was just like, okay, in, in co-op, it's like, oh, okay, now we're tearing it up. Just having a blast. Really fun game. So. Yes. Um, and that what game just came out today, so yeah. we, we will have more on it as the, as the time goes by. Um, I also played, I did get in, finally got to sit down and play some Microsoft Flight Simulator. And this one was weird because when it came out, the date came out, I was like, oh, I want to play this. But then it was like, you know what? I launched it. And I'm like, you know what? This is going to be a slow, lots of time doing training. I'm not in the mood for that right now. So I quit it. <laughs> but you're a wingman. Come on. And I know. Jam. But this isn't Hawks. um which speaking of wingman project wingman came out today on pc so best best title of a game ever 
Um, anyways. Um, so I did play this yesterday. I did sit down and I spent a couple hours and I went through the first two training site. There's four trainings. One's basic flight. I think it's called. Then the next one is like takeoff and landing. I don't remember what the third one is, but the fourth one is like airline liner training. So I did the first two and it took a while. Um, and I'll tell you what, man, it's this game I'm playing on a series X and I am really amazed by how beautiful the game looks. Like I know it looks great on PC and we've been wondering, you know, supposedly it looks great, runs great on a series X, you know, but again, until you get it in your hands, you never really know. Um, I was impressed. The game is gorgeous. Um, or I don't want to call it a game because it's not a game. It's not a game. And that's the thing. That's why I turned it off the other day. This micro, this is called Microsoft flight simulator. It is simulating flight as if you were a pilot. I know you're like, I've done flight sims before. This is not ace combat. This is not Hawks. This is not project wingman. (coughs) This is, you know, for you. I mean, if you really get into it, you can go in, you can chart your own flight path. You go out to your plane, you know, you can start it up. There's like a whole, and I saw an achievement like for doing this on a certain plane, manually doing the start process without any help. So have it, you have to learn how to actually start the plane the proper way, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. um, without it going, okay, now hit this. Now, now, even with the training, it's like, do this, do that, do this, do that. So you got to go through and then you taxi over to your thing and you got to hold and wait for clearance and then you take off and then you're supposed to go to certain points and you got to turn and you can't make these sharp turns. And, you know, you if you dive or, you know, or pull up too quick or too much for the plane, it's going to it's going to stall out or it's going to uh, you're going to get some kickback because you're trying to force the plane to do something it's not designed to do. And, you know, it is not that's the thing is just not a game. So, yeah. I mean, a, a lot of people, I think, might find this very boring because I think in reality it is. Because, you know, I'll, I'll sit there and I don't know if you get uh, we've talked about Chalk One. Um, he does this and he'll, he'll stream on on Twitch and I've watched him a couple of times and I've chatted with him. But I'll get on there and he's just sitting there back in his chair with his feet up and he's on his phone while he's cruising on a three hour flight. What do you think there's good? There's, you know, so that's the thing. What are you going to do for three hours? I mean, you're flying. That's it. You're going to sit there like in a plane. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's not a game. This actually is it simulates what it's like to really fly a plane. And it it's really cool. You will probably learn a lot. I was learning some things and it was just like, oh, this is interesting. And I mean, the training is really, I thought the training was really good. You know, you are going to learn things. Um, and I'm really interested to get to the airline training just to see what that's like. And, um, you know, get an idea of what these pilots do um, on our commercial flights. And, you know, so it's, it's gorgeous, but it's not a, I want to jump in and shoot stuff and, Right. It's very relaxed. It's very chill. Even the music, I was just like, ah, oh, you know, it's just so relaxing. And that's kind of what this is. But it it's beautiful. It ran very well. Um, and uh, I did solo. 
it was far from perfect. <laughs> I had a pretty, pretty rough landing, but I landed. I was, I was going to say the takeoff was probably better than the landing. It was. Yeah. But even the takeoff was a little rough. Oh, it was. So one thing I've, I've noticed, and I think it's so like, I think having actual, all those flight sticks, you know, we talked about last week or two weeks yeah. ago, like having one of those would probably seriously help making the slightest movement on the controller. It's just like, Oh, you went too hard. Like I'm turning or, you know, I'm rolling left or right. And it's like, I'm doing what I think is normal. And that thing's plane's like, Oh, you went, you know, you're going too fast. It's jerking. It's like, you gotta be, and they're like, just make slow movements. And it's like, I am, or I thought I was intending to. So I want to go in and next thing will be like, check my sensitivity on the, on the controls to see if I can make it. So when I'm moving, what I feel is slow, translates to slower in the game and then i think that'll it'll make it a little easier but uh so i was struggling like maintaining level flight trying to set the trim i was having a heck of a time with that because you know i was like okay hold your i think it was the right bumper and then up on the stick or right trigger something like that one of those two buttons and then you're you're like tapping up on your yoke or down to try to trim it and and it was just like, I struggled a lot with this. I'm, I'm trying to do these things. You learn how to use flaps, um, you know, all kinds of things, how to properly land. It's just, it's really neat. It's a, it's a really cool simulator. Um, and I, I again, I'm going to do my best and not call it a game because it's not. Right. Um, it's, it's an it's, experience. It is. It's an experience. Now yeah. I know a lot of people jump right in and like, I want to go see my house and, um, you know, everything I've read, don't expect to see your house. And if you do, don't expect to see it in detail. It's going to be a blob. So like if you ever look at like Google Earth or whatever, or Google Maps, and, you know, you zoom in far enough and it kind of just blotches everything out, you know, that's, you're going to see that type of stuff, except that my understanding is like areas, there's certain areas like they've done groundwork in the game. So like, when you go like maybe the Statue of Liberty, you're actually going to see it, you know, and all that might be very detailed, the island and all that. But flying mm -hmm. over our city or your home, you know, it, you're probably not going to see your house per se. Um, you know, again, it the, it's not ground simulator. It's flight simulator. Yeah. You're supposed mm -hmm. to be in the air. Um, so, again, it's it's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, uh, it starts you out in. um Sedona, Arizona, and I've been there. And so I looked out the window and they're like, oh, look out and see if you can find the airport. And I looked and I was like, there it was. I was like, hey, that airport is up on the top of a hill over the town. Now, you know, it was I've like, I've been to that airport because you go, that's the hangout in Sedona. Like when the sun sets, everyone goes to the airport because it's a great place to view the sun reflecting off the rocks or in sunset. That's when that deep red comes out that, that Sedona is known for. They just call them the red rocks. And that's yeah. so tons of people are at that airport all the time. Yeah. And so I was like, Hey, there it is. So it was kind of cool. And yep. I'm like, yep. I remember riding, driving up that road to get up there. So, but it was beautiful. Just looked impressive. And the game ran really well. Um, I had no problems um, with it at all. More responsive than when I did it on my PC. Okay. I remember on my PC, I would like use the keyboard. I'm like turning left and there was lag before it would like start to turn. And then it, then all of a sudden it's like, I'm crashing. Cause it's like, you know, Oh, you hit the key like way too many times. So here on the controller, as soon as I start to roll, the, the plane does roll. 
So okay, um, very nice. And I, I'm so hopefully I'll have some more to report next week on that as I train a little bit more. But I do plan to fly over, try to fly my house, see my little blotch. <laughs> so, um, Minecraft the, dungeon. You, you can see the trees. Yep. Let's see if my pond shows up or not. Okay. Um, and my chicken coop. I say, is my chicken coop in there? Probably not. But anyways, uh, Minecraft Dungeons got new DLC this week. So I did play some of that with Comrade. We we were working through that. That's pretty unique. Um, so you get this new area, but you can't go into it. It's locked. So you have to... So the story is, and I don't know Minecraft very well, so I'm going to butcher this, I'm sure. But some kind of creatures found some kind of purplish gem and they stole the gems or took them to a, I don't know where they took them, but so you got to go into this thing called the stronghold to where they took, where they took these gems from. And then it tells you, okay, this is what you got to do to be able to get into this new land. You got to go back through the, some of the original maps and get these eyes of something. I don't remember what they're called. So you're looking for like six eyes of ether or something. And so you can see the maps that you can find them on. And now these are maps we've played, but on each of those, there's a, like a new dungeon, if you will, that is now accessible. That was not there before. Okay. And so you go and got to find it and then you got to go in and complete the puzzle per se, you know, defeat the mobs that are in there and then get this eye and you need six of them. And then once you have those, you go back to the stronghold and the stronghold is a very weird level too. like, there's areas you can't get to. There's stuff that's like, it's multi-leveled. It's um, very interesting. And then you can go in once you'll have them, then it'll open up that new area. Uh, So I haven't gotten into the new area yet. I think we've got about half of the eyes. So I'm sure here, maybe tomorrow I might be able to, Comrade and I, hopefully we can get together and we'll probably finish that and get into that new area. So, but um, the DLC was, I think it's free if you have the ultimate version of the Minecraft Dungeons, I think. I'm not exactly sure, but otherwise it's only like five or six bucks. So, and all their DLCs have been worth it. Um, I really dig what Minecraft Dungeons is doing and I hope they continue it up because it's been something different every single time it's been unique they new new enemies new armors new pets new all kinds of you know new weapons it's it's really neat they've just done an amazing job in that um and i love that game it's just so much fun um okay i, I did play some gems of war i also played some more dark alliance i know i keep criticizing this but what i've done is i got my daughter playing so now her and I play this game together <laughs> and we'll go through together and we're playing this and it's so much better again, like in co-op, because if you die, hopefully the other person can pick you up, you know, or they can kind of run backwards and let you spawn back in and then come back and join them and keep going. And then you don't die and lose everything. So, um, and she's really having a good time in, in the game and I'm enjoying uh, her and I doing that. So we played that now. I don't know. I played a couple other things and I'm not sure what sparked this to be honest, but I actually loaded up. Oh, I know what it was. It was, uh, 
I think one of those game pass, it was a game pass Challenges. Um, challenge or activity or whatever. And it was like something with, I think Ma- Halo two play a level in Halo two or something. And I'm like, Hey, that's reward points. That's money. So I, you know, installed master chief collection and I went in and I did that. And, and I ended up like doing some multiplayer, just random multiplayer stuff or, or I, no, I went in and I did a firefight. I think that's what I did first. And so I was playing a firefight and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so much fun. Like I forgot how fun firefight mode is, which is essentially a horde mode uh, that they had in, in halo couple versions of halo. And, um, I loved it. I think it was like in three and four, I think maybe were the only two that had it. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not a huge halo guy, but, um, I was playing that round after round after round. (laughs) I was just like, this is so much fun. Um, had a great time, ended up playing like a level of halo two or played like the first level of halo two. Um, and I did the like clicking. I think you were clicking the stick to change the view from like the classic original halo two game to see the remastered version. And I was like, wow, what a, you know, what a huge difference. Like, cause it comes up in the remastered and I was like, eh, yeah, okay, whatever. And then you click it to see what it used to look like. <laughs> it was like, oh wow. Yes. Yes. They did do some remastering. This is so much improved. Um, you know, even though it doesn't compare to what we see today, but Man, was it a, a upgrade. So I actually played some of that. And then I wanted to do, uh, there was something with Halo 5. And I can't remember what it was. So I had to install Halo 5. And I went and did something in that game. I don't even remember what it was. But um, probably some more multiplayer. But man, I was just having fun in the in the, in the the Halo multiplayer. And I was just like, you know what? I'm really looking forward to... I'm, I think I might have to try to give Halo Infinite more time. I never really got much into Halo. I don't, I don't really know why, but I really had a good time this week playing some old Halo stuff. Um, it was just fun. Sure. Yeah. So I, I hope to do a little bit more. Maybe I'm, I'm thinking about might be kind of fun to go through. I know Brun's doing a run of all the store, all the campaigns. Oh, wow. And maybe it was him talking about that too. That might have been part of like kind of like hmm, I don't know if I want to do that. It's a lot of campaigns. Yeah, it's a lot but, of games. But uh sure. um I was like, yeah, maybe I should do that. And then I was like, that's way too much Halo. I'll be so burned out by the time the game comes out, I won't want to play Halo Infinite. But and I did not like ODST. I think that was Brun's favorite. And I liked Halo Reach. That was my favorite. And it's like one of the things people hate the most until Halo 5 came out. But um, yeah, I got some Halo in this week and it was it was fun. Very cool. Really? And you know what? I want to say this too. I think it's absolutely... I don't know if people give Halo Master Chief Collection and 343 enough kudos for what they have done. You can launch the master chief collection and you can play like, okay, no, I, I gotta be careful. I, I, I think you can still get the halo five. It it's, if I'm correct, it's not part of the collection, but if you bought halo five, then I think you can still play it 
through the collection. Um, I think I might be wrong on that one, but even just for what is there, like Halos one through four plus reach. And then I think ODST and Halo five are outside of the master chief collection. You go in there and it's like, Oh, I can play this game or this game, or I can play multiplayer slayer, but I can have maps from all these different versions of the games. Like what? an just, I that like that was awesome. I was literally blown away by this. I was like, this is really cool. And then it made me think, okay, so is am I gonna be able to play Halo 6 Infinite? Is it gonna fall into the MCC? Are they gonna have you know, and I'm like, so many more games need to do this. Like, I know I think Hitman did it um with like Hitman 2. Like you could, I know you could do like your Hitman one content was there. Like you could go into the game and it's just all the previous stuff that you purchased was there. And I'm like, this is such a really cool idea. And and I really enjoyed experiencing Halo this way. And I played more and I played various types of Halo. I played Halo three or probably played Halo four, two, and f- uh, and five, I think, all from that interface. Like normally, you go into game and that you go into okay, I'm going to play Halo Five. That's it. You don't have the option to play a different mode on a different map from a different game with the Master Chief Collection. You do, and you know, I think when when I was in it, it like clicked. Like, wow, how have I never realized this before? This is one heck of an undertaking that they have done. It's just really cool. And I hope that other franchises, like the next Gears, I would love to see Gears 6 come out. And it'd be like, here's all this other stuff. Sure. Because at this point, why not give it? Because you're you're not going to be making money on those old games anymore, right? Why not make them available in some kind of central format? You just go into the game. You go into Halo and boom, what, what? What part of Halo do you want to play? Or if you got to buy it, you go into the Halo, you go into Halo and say, I want to play Infinite. I want to play Five. I want to play ODST from the one icon, if you will, the one menu. It's the one menu to rule them all, right? (laughs) Yeah. So that was, I just, my hat's off to 343. I think that was, that had to just be, I know there was a lot of issues when it came out. But man, what they have done and they have taken care of issues. And I mean, there was people playing old Halo games in there online. Like I was playing one. I was like, this looks terrible. There's people in there playing, having a good time. <laughs> and I'm like, that's neat. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. But enough of that. We uh 51 minutes in and we're still talking about what we've been playing. So, but hey. We had to cover those things. So. Okay. Oh, you, Rob? That's all of them, right? Yeah. That's okay. all. Yeah, that's what I've got. All right. So a quick announcement before we continue with the shoe. Uh, if you're on any kind of podcasting format, not format, uh, platform, and they have any kind of review system, it, a great way to support the show is to give us a review on there. Usually it helps boost us. Uh, on the platform helps more people find out about the show 
and grows the community. So take a couple seconds, uh, do that. If you haven't done that already, we greatly appreciate it. Also, we have a Facebook group on the website called Facebook. You might have heard it. I think it's a fad or something. I don't know, but we'll see. I hear that uh, people have family members on there as well. They post pictures of their dinners, right? Where they've been, all that good stuff. Sure. And then we also have a group on there as well. It's a great community. Uh, Talking about gaming, Xbox, basically anything, really. Gaming related, not strictly limited to the Xbox. But if you're not a member and you'd like to join, uh, just you know, search for us on there, uh, this Xbox Life, and uh, answer the two super duper easy questions, and you will get approved for membership. Uh, also, uh, you can send us a voicemail. If you didn't know, you can send us a voicemail. We will play it on the show. And you can do that on our website, thisxboxlife.com. There's a little voicemail widget on the right-hand side of the screen. Or alternatively, you can also do a recording. Uh, Easiest way to do it is on your phone, right? Do some kind of voice recorder or whatever. Do a recording uh, and uh, send it over to us in MP3 format, preferably to contact at this Xbox Life. And we'll play it on the show. And we just happened to get one uh, this week from Silo84. Up. Hey guys, it's Joe here, Silo84. Um, just curious on your thoughts on what Call of Duty Warzone is going to do about anti-cheat, if they're ever going to make one, or what the plan is, or what you think they need to do. Obviously, step one will be make an anti-cheat system. Um, I'm tired of hackers just playing that game. I actually stopped playing it back in like June and switched over to Apex Legends, and um, sitting at like 21 wins on Season 9, so um, definitely a better game, I believe, when it comes to that type of stuff. Don't run into too many hackers on that. But just curious what your guys' thoughts on that are, um, and how they can get their fan base back. So, love the show, keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you soon, guys. Silo 84 out. Thanks for that message. And, you know, b- before we get on to his questions, I, I do want to mention that uh, he had an amazing landing that he posted on Facebook on uh, Flight Simulator. I did not know that a plane could bounce that much. <laughs> <laughs> on the runway, on the ground. Uh, but it was a, an amazing landing-ish. <laughs> but... uh you know, so about about uh, Warzone, my uh, son and his friends like refuse to play it anymore because of the cheating and stuff like that. It's it's really funny. I I didn't know it was such a huge problem uh, until oh, a yeah. while ago. Yeah, and wasn't it that people would like not play with PC? Because isn't it mainly the, the cheating's mainly with PC players, right? Not so much I, on the consoles, or is it free-for-all? I would imagine that it is coming from PC mainly. Yeah. I, I don't know how much... Because I think to get a cheat on your console, I mean, you gotta. I think you've got to mod your console, and I don't know if that's a big scene these days anymore. 
like it I, used to be. I, I really don't know if it is. And I, I don't know if you can even run some kind of like aimbot or something. Like even if you do mod like any kind of console, that's, I see, I'm, I'm really thinking it's just a PC thing. Cause I, I, believe I, th- I so. thought, I thought for a while, and I don't know if this has changed at all, but I thought for a while, as long as you don't do any kind of cross play. So if you can just stick with PC and I'm sorry, stick with console. If you're on console, just stick to console and console games like console only, not multi-system, then you're fine. But maybe that's changed. Well, there is a, there's an article that I'm looking at from mm-hmm. Eurogamer just this month. It was came out on the 17th. And one of the statements in there, it says, video game developers and publishers face an uphill struggle combating hacking and cheating in their games. And Activision is no different. As a free-to-download Battle Royale with over 100 million players, Warzone is always going to be a target for cheaters. But Activision yeah. has shown it can move fast when it comes to taking on those who make cheats. I don't don't agree with that. But anyways, this week, Activision stepped in to stop development of a machine learning cheat after console competitive multiplayer fans expressed concern about its potential to ruin games. So that's coming from console players. Hmm. Now, again, maybe I don't know if the game I don't play it. I don't know. Maybe it is cross play cross platform. So you're, you know, and maybe that's what they're referring to is, you know, console players want to play against console players and not PC players because of the potential to hack and cheat. Right. It's, um, I mean, I think everybody has this problem. I know we, this isn't anything new. I mean, we've seen it before. I know my favorite thing is when I see someone get a whole bunch of kills is to call them a hacker, you know, <laughs> anyone better than me is a hacker, right? But, <laughs> exactly. Um, as of July 17th of this year, Warzone developer uh, Raven Software had issue, has issued its first anti-cheat update in over two months. But again, it's been from a lot of pressure from the community over hacking. Um, so what they had to say, um, well, where was it? So they had banned over 50,000 accounts that week. They did uh, two bans two banning waves. Um, they're targeting repeat offenders and much more, but some of the people felt like that's not a, there should be a lot more 50,000 accounts. They think is probably pretty low. The last time they did an anti-cheat update was on the 14th of May when they said they got rid of 30,000 accounts. So, so far the total banned accounts that took it to over half a million. Um, wow. They say that they have a zero tolerance for cheaters um, again, and I, I would think the developer and the publisher would not want that because, again, it's it's driving people away. And then, of course, that I mean, there, there goes the dollars, right? So, I, I don't know. I think this having this big of an issue and going from May to July before you do anything else seems to me like they're they're like trying to say they're doing something, but they're doing it after the fact. You know, it, it only takes one or two games for it to ruin, ruin the fun and you don't come back, you know? Yeah. So if somebody was getting, had a problem and there's that many cheaters in the game in, in, you know, between May and, and July, 
those people are probably gone regardless of you two months later saying, well, we've removed some more people. It's probably too late. Especially when people are saying, I'm still seeing the problem. You know, I know. And so Silo is like, are they going to just make their own anti-cheat system? And you would think as big as a game like Call of Duty is that they that they would do something like that. I mean, they've got to have the technical know-how to do it. You got to protect your 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 game. I mean, this this is right. bringing in bank for you, and you're going to have another game come out here in November, and this could impact sales. Oh yeah, so I know. Like with Fortnite, Epic uses uh, what BattleEye and Easy Anti Cheat, and it like flip flops between the two. Like one day it'll be using one, the next day the other, and you know, I don't know what else they've done in addition to that kind of stuff, but you would think that Call of Duty could at least do the same thing. Yeah, and it's like if they're worried about, well, impacting performance of the game, well, your cheaters are impacting you in a bigger, in a more effect, uh, uh, more devastating way than any kind of performance from an anti-cheat software. Mm-hmm. So they got to be able to do something. Yeah, I was trying to see if that no, doesn't look like they use either one of those two. I was I was just curious to see if um you know, there's a bunch of bunch of anti cheats and I mentioned two of them and I was I think those are like the two big ones. And yeah, it doesn't look like they use either one, at least on a quick search. Couldn't they just go, hey, battle eye guys, make your software work with our stuff? Yeah. Hook us up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I know even that stuff can be circumvented, right? I'm sure cuz you know those are the two big solutions so the hackers are really trying to get around those two but no. But or or let me ask you this. So what happens when somebody gets banned? So if there's a hacker and his name is Ming Wan seven oh nine, and he gets banned. Right? Does Ming Wan need to buy another copy of the game to play, or does Ming Wan just make up Ming Woman seven oh nine? And back on hacking. Because isn't the game tied to your account somehow? Because I think I with believe, Fortnite. I would think it's your account that gets locked. And I mean, if I was a cheater, I don't think that type. You're going in just to ruin everyone else's day. It doesn't matter what your gamer tag is. You know, maybe right? you're probably need- not even using a legit gamer tag when you're doing that. Yeah, so you'd probably need some kind of retail, not a digital version of the game, right? Because if you have a disc, you can just, you know, use that for another copy. Whereas if no. if they ban, let's say, your, your uh, you know, no. Xbox account, then you can't play anymore, right? So, so I've got, I'm by myself. I got one part, you know, I'm the only one in the house. 
I got a box. I got my gold on there. Who's to say I can't? I can create a lot of accounts on that Xbox and use that gold for my original account. It's too much effort. But they don't care. Yeah. But like with you don't so, have to pay. You just make a random name. Right. Right. You go create new user. It spits out a name. Okay, that's it. Mingwan seven ten. Yeah. Right, and then and I'll back in. All right. But Wingman seven oh nine never gets impacted because you know that's the legit account, and I don't mm-hmm. hack or cheat on that account, right? Right. And I don't know if that's how it works, but it seems to me there's too many, you know, bogus accounts out there that it's probably like that. I mean, I get these all the time, like you know, these stupid so and so's following you, and it's just a spam crap coming from a PC. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all automated. It's just people just running this garbage all the time. Yeah. So see, I remember when one of the the Fortnite streamers what the heck was his name? It's this kid that was actually using some aimbot software. Jarvis. Phase Jarvis, I think it was. So he got busted for he he did a stream where he was using a uh aimbot uh-huh. in game. And Epic, because he did it kind of like, hey, look at this thing. I'm going to use it and, you know, see how well it works, supposedly. And then they banned him. They banned him permanently. And then they also did some kind of ban on the computer. So the computer has some kind of fingerprint, right? You know, probably Uh motherboard, serial number, RAM, right? You know. Kind of like the stuff they they used to use, or right for Windows, right for the activations and and stuff like that. Yeah, they they actually made it so not only could he not play with his user account, but that PC could no longer play the game. Wow! So you would think that they can maybe do something like that, unless they really don't want to who knows because yeah i remember i remember hearing from my son that when the game first came out that cheating was a huge problem like immediately and i'm really surprised it's still an issue actually i thought he was telling me actually that not only was it a problem but there wasn't even like an anti-cheat team So they even had to like spin that up. Wow. Oh, who was that guy that did that on Xbox? Step toe. They need a step toe. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yep. So but yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, did, hopefully did we, silo did we, not more. Did we cover all those questions? I know we kind of went I think so. For a while. I think, yeah, that I mean just asked us our thoughts on it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we have a whole lot because we don't play that. Uh, I'm sure it'd be a lot more vocal if we did, but you know, it, it would suck to have that in any game. Um, it absolutely ruins it. And mm-hmm. um, hopefully Activision can do more than just ban accounts after the fact. They need to be proactive on it because doing mm-hmm. it after the fact is not going to help your legit players. They're going to leave. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Okay. 
Yeah, I think that's all of the intro stuff. Now we can get on with the show. All right, Rob. Well, um, I, I gotta. I want to start off just by share my good news with you. You got a new puppy. I got. I got a new addition to the house, to my home this week. You got and, a new chicken. Uh, uh, no, not a chicken, not a puppy, but I got a new addition. It's a little, a little white baby, little baby boy. <laughs> I named him Xbox Series S. <laughs> He's so cute. He's got this dark hair on top. It's just, he's got a lot of hair for a baby, but he's just adorable. Um, he, he found a home in our family room and just snuggled up under the warmth of the TV and has just stayed there and as happy as can be. Oh. <laughs> um, so, so if you love this baby so much, you're going to give your series no, X to the kiddos. You be quiet. And you're so, going to take the S. <laughs> You know what drove this? So my daughter was playing on the uh, Xbox One S that we had in the family room. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even give him my uh, X. Dark Alliance, right? <laughs> yeah, for Dark Alliance. Yeah. And I was sitting there. I'm like, send an invite, and I'm like, are you get? Are you joining? She's like, it's loading. I'd wait, and I'd wait, and I'd wait, and I'd wait, and finally she would be in the game, and then we go It'd play like, a game. Oh. I, I picture like you waiting and then there's elevator music like dude that exactly. But then we'd play the game and we'd go back into the, you know, go back to the main area, sure. back to the camp. I'd get in there and I'd go get all my loot and I'd go look through it. I'd equip what I needed. I'd go to the store, sell off what I didn't need, upgrade what I needed. I'd turn around. Hey, where are you? Poof. There, she just loaded in. <laughs> Now she's got to get her loot, go through it. I was like, oh, this is so bad. So, and, I was like, and when you say, and when you say that you went to the store, you actually mean you got in your truck and you drove down the road to the store, you did some shopping, and then you came back, right? Not that yeah, no, no store. that's about the, what it was like. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I could have done that. I could have gone grocery shopping while I'm waiting for her to, her, so I'm like, you know, I wanted to get a Series S. I know, I know these things are impossible to find. and That's why I haven't pursued getting one. I was going to get them either an S or an X for the front room. And so I just like, you know, I should start looking. And I I kind of looked a few places. All of a sudden, I, I checked Target, and it's like, they have three Series S's in stock. I was like, I wonder if that's real, you know? So I went to buy one, put it in my cart pick it up i did for like the you know the pickup you know in the store and two hours later it was like or an hour later it's like your order's ready for pickup and another hour after that i hopped in the car and grabbed the kids and come on let's go and uh we went over to the to the target and they brought it out to me (laughs) i didn't have to go in the store (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i was like almost tempted to get two of them because they had three and i was like well i could get one for the guest bedroom too and you know, um, it's next week. but they only allow you to buy one. I was like, ah, at a time. That's, that's fair. That's fair. I could have probably gone and got another one on a separate order, but I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be that guy. So and you got a fake mustache and glasses. <laughs> I'm like, here to pick up on my ex a box. <laughs> it's a me. <laughs> it's a me. I'm Marco. 
No, uh. <laughs> it's a me, <laughs> Ming Wen. So <laughs> Ming Wen. No, that's that's not me. <laughs> wow. Okay, this we're going to be flagged as like racially inappropriate or something. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> All right, moving on. So, anyways, I got a Series S in the house, and my daughter she plays a ton of Minecraft, and you know, so we haven't even got to play Dark Alliance yet. Like, because now she's gone and she's at camp and all my kids are going to be gone for the next week, two weeks of different things. It's like, okay, so we can't even play it for a while. But hey, you had to buy it when you could. Sure. So, but she sure found the time to play um, Minecraft the other day while I was working. And she's like, dad, dad. I was like, what? She goes, Minecraft used to take like five minutes to load up. This took like 10 seconds. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. She's like, I was in so fast. So she's so excited. <laughs> nice. I said, that's what happens when you upgrade. <laughs> yeah. So she's super stoked about it. So I'm like, well, that's cool. But anyways. So don't uh, forget who made it happen. Yeah, that's right. Respect your old man. Yeah. So you want, you need a new pair of jeans? No way. New Xbox? Gotcha. <laughs> I got your back. <laughs> so is she going to play uh Fortnite on the, on the system or stick with the switch? Probably stick with the switch. I mean, that's where all her stuff's at. But no one, no one is playing that anymore. Like oh. my young, my youngest is still playing it. He's just like, but he kind of quit because he's bored playing by himself. He's like, dad, I, I enjoy it. I have more fun when I'm playing with you. And I'm just like, I don't want to play that anymore. So I ended up taking the Xbox one X that I have. Mm-hmm. that was just sitting on my shelf. I put that in our guest bedroom sure, and hooked that up so that, I, and I got him into Dark Alliance, so <laughs> Mike, I'll get you something different. Let's so him the the three of us are going to be playing Dark Alliance. So okay, my oldest son just doesn't care about video games. He plays like I think Clash of Clans or Clash Royale. Oh, yes. He does one of those. I don't know which which it is. Uh, he likes that stuff. I mean, he's hooked with that playing with his friends. But that's like that's about it. You know, he he's got a Switch, but he doesn't really play it. So he's just not really into the video games like the rest of us. So maybe but, when uh, he's older, when he grows up, I, you know, I don't, I don't think so. He's just, you know, you know him. He's that yeah. studious. He's going to be a lawyer and politician. So he just doesn't have time for games. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on. Cause we were, oh, we're running long and I actually need to go pick him up. He's coming back from Idaho sometime tonight. So I got to be ready to go get him at the school when uh, when he ca- when he calls me. Okay. Um. So the next story is the oh, yeah. mm. former PlayStation executive shares concerns with Microsoft or with uh, with the Xbox Game Pass model. You know, I, I saw this headline and I'm like, clickbait. <laughs> I'm not falling for it. I'm not giving you ad revenue. I refuse to open. <laughs> This but I was kind of curious. This these people, this site, I feel they don't do the clickbait. Yeah, I, they re- I, they really don't. Now I think they're better than I most. Think this might be slightly misleading, but because I think they're just saying that they have they share concerns with the model. Yeah. 
So I think it's like originally I was like, ooh, I, the way I read it originally was like, ooh, Sony's scared of Xbox Game Pass. That's not what this is. And, and as I you know reread the title, it's like, oh, yeah, they're concerned with the model. But I thought this was interesting. Um, you know, Sony has been outspoken about Game Pass and these and how it may not be a sustainable model. Um, Jim Ryan from uh, PlayStation said that putting first party titles into a subscription service on day one doesn't make any sense. Um, it does to your consumers, <laughs> to your customers. Yep. Um, I can say that as, uh, oh, even third party games going right into day, day one, like the Ascent, um, Outriders, uh, <laughs> uh, and plus all the good Microsoft stuff. But anyways, Xbox fans are loving it. Like you said, you couldn't believe all those games you were going to buy actually were in Game Pass. But speaking to game industry biz, um, uh, former PlayStation head Sean Layden expressed some skepticism in regards to the Game Pass. He commented how Xbox hasn't constructed a business model that works yet in regards to cloud gaming. For example, when asked about whether Game Pass and xCloud will eventually allow Xbox to reach more than 250 million players, he said people don't buy consoles because they want more steel and plastic in the living room. People buy consoles because they want access to the content. If you can find a way to get the content into people's homes without a box, then yes, indeed, everyone has a streaming solution of some form. Most of it's limited by whether you have a decent internet connection, and they haven't constructed the business model that works yet for that. <sighs> kind of disagree with that um but again i'm sitting on the sidelines and he's a you know an executive ex-executive from sony um Layden also speculated that it may take xbox team a while if ever to recoup the investment with game pass claiming that it's very hard to launch a 120 million dollar game on a subscription service charging 20 to, or 10 9.99 a month earlier in the interview Layden pointed out that major ps5 games in years to come will cost in excess of 200 million to make. So he says, you pencil it out. You're going to have to have 500 million subscribers where you can start to recoup your investment. That's why right now you need to take a loss leading position to try to grow that base. But still, if you only have 250 million consoles out there, you're not going to get half a billion subscribers. So how do you circle that square? Nobody's figured that out yet. Um, it's worth noting that Sony does provide its own similar service with PlayStation now. Despite having a wide selection of games, some of which are PlayStation 3 games that can be streamed, it never reached the success of Xbox Game Pass. A large part of that is due to Microsoft's strategy of pushing huge titles onto the service on day one. Um, and as a side note, I'm also going to say not charging people $20 a month to play old games. Yeah. We're paying $10 a month to be able to play brand new games. You know? Yeah. All right. Um, so that being said, the creator of God of War, David Jaffe, commented earlier this year on how PlayStation is working to counterpunch Game Pass. Jim Ryan also stated last year that there is news to come in retaliation towards the service. Uh, so, and it says we're still yet to find out what that might be. But my understanding, and I think we just had some news earlier in the week, was that uh, looks like Sony might be partnering up with Netflix because Netflix is getting into gaming and adding, adding games to the Netflix service. Um, so there's 
rumor speculation that Sony's going to be partnering with Netflix to to offer that. And I don't know about you, Rob. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's I don't think that's a viable solution to be honest. Because I mean, my own opinion, Netflix is a movie streaming service. They do movies. That's sure. it, right? It doesn't mean they can't offer games, but I think there's a huge difference between offering game streaming and movie streaming. I mean, there is. You've got to have you got to have the connections both ways. It's not just sending you a video. You know, you're actually yeah. playing it on the other end. So it it's not like oh, I can run a file on a server somewhere and just stream it. You've got to have hardware to run this and you got to be able to develop i mean other businesses like on live and uh gaikai i mean this is what they did and and sony already bought gaikai which is what supposedly playstation now is running off of and that didn't seem to go very well i think sony's just missing the boat i don't think they get it they're the ones charging their customers 70 dollars for a new game they're all about that. To me, they're very much like Activision. They just want the money. Where I think Microsoft is, you know, very consumer friendly, at least at this point in time. Um, and it's about brand, driving the brand. I mean, you get enough people, then then maybe someday Microsoft will become cocky when they're the, the head honcho. I mean, it does happen. It goes back and forth that way. But uh, I, I don't, my understanding and what Phil Spencer said in that recent interview with IGN that, you know, if you guys haven't heard it, I recommend you go check it out. Um, it was episode 500 of Podcast Unlocked. Sounds like they're making a, they're making money. Oh, I'm sure they are. Yeah. So, I, I think again, this this the comments from Sony. You got to take them with a little bit of grain of salt. They have no idea. They're just throwing salt at it because they're trying to make things look good on their end but it's like i think it's funny they're like it's not viable you can't do it it doesn't make any sense and then they're like oh but we're gonna try to we're gonna retaliate towards it or we're gonna come up with something of ourselves yeah it's like (laughs) okay it it either works or it doesn't you can't say it doesn't work and then go and implement your own thing (laughs) it's just like you know again that's my whole thing with like sony leadership it's just like dude Get, get, you know, figure out who you want to be and be it much like what, what Microsoft has finally done. Phil Spencer talked about that after the Xbox one release, they really took it on the chin and was like, okay, who do we want Xbox as a brand to be? And that's the vision that we now see and look at the success they're having. Oh yeah. Oh, heck yeah. So, but I'm, I'm, it's, it just thought it was interesting that they say it's not viable yet. The people that the the one company that's doing it saying it is viable. Yeah, it's uh, it's like yeah, that thing kind of sucks. We don't know why people want it. Uh, people want to pay seventy dollars a game. Oh, by the way, we'll have a service soon. Yeah, it's like the exactly. whisper. It's like whatever. I mean, no, it's really all about choice to some degree, right? Because. Yeah. You can have an Xbox and not get Game Pass. It's your choice. Exactly. It's I, I think uh I, I think it's not foolish, but uh it's such a great deal to have it. Right? Even even like for me, what Ascent, what uh 
Am Amno Anmo, whatever. Man, I can't remember the name. Of right. That one game, and uh, the Raji. Like what? Ascent is thirty bucks. The other games are probably thirty bucks each at least. So that's ninety dollars. That you know, I don't have to pay. Why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. If you're if you're a gamer, right? There's a lot of people out there that you know if they don't play games at all. Then it's not worth it for them. Then they probably don't have a console anyway. <laughs> but uh yeah whatever oh, whatever yeah all right then back Moving to blood on. open beta yeah when does that start later this year <laughs> <laughs> starts in august yeah august 12th through the 16th that is the beta weekend and uh oh there's oh there's another one isn't there? Yeah. If you want to even earlier. Yeah. August reserved. through the 9th, that's if you pre-order the game. Yeah. So if you don't pre-order it, which, uh, again, for those that are in Game Pass, you don't need to. We don't need to spend $70. We don't need to pre-order because it's coming for free in Game Pass. Woohoo! Suck it, Sony. Um, <laughs> yeah, October 12th. Is, yeah, so August 12th to 16th. Everyone can play it, so we'll be able to get a taste of it, um, which is awesome. And I would say, you know, wait till then if you don't know if you're gonna if you don't have Game Pass and you don't know if you want to buy it. Wait till the twelfth or the sixteenth. It's an open beta weekend, so you'll be able to download it, play it, and see uh, if you like it or not, and want to want to pay for it. So, so here's a question: If you're gonna be getting it on Game Pass and not pre-ordering it for money, does that mean that you have to partake in the open beta? And no, not don't. the pre-order beta. You can't take part of the pre-order beta because you didn't pre-order it. Exactly. Pre- right. Right. So it's so it'll be Sony people that are in the uh, early access then. Yep. And because Xbox they have, because they don't have Game Pass. Same with Xbox, they can be oh, it if you're true. buying it. That's true. Or PC, I suppose it's cross-gen and cross-play. Yeah. So very very true. Alrighty, so and then the last—I think it's the last thing. Nope, not the last thing, but the next, the last story. Um, everything you need to know about the Halo Infinite technical preview, and we've seen a lot of stuff on our Facebook group. People are getting their invites, um, and supposedly there's a—they a, a, want a lot of people testing this out. I guess. Um, but the Halo Infinite's multiplayer technical preview has arrived. There's been a ton of information on what to expect. And um, so if you want to access this, um, basically, um, you've got to sign up to be Halo Insider. Um, and then you're going to get an email saying that whether you'll be uh, accepted in or not. Um, the 343 said that they would confirm an email would be pushed on Thursday, July 29th, which is today. So check your emails uh, and see if you got access to it. Um, the preview is going to start. Okay, wait. So emails are being sent out. Let's see. The beta will run Monday, August 2nd, where it will end at 10 a.m. Let's see. Hold on. Let me read this. So they want players playing between 
certain times, they want to stress test the servers and get every joining at the same time. So Friday, July 30th from, I'm just going to give it as Pacific time and you can figure out your own. 12 noon to 2 p.m. Pacific on Friday, July 30th and 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific time the same day. Saturday, July 31st, 12 to 2. Okay, so these times are always the same. They're all 12 to 2 in the afternoon Pacific time or 7 to 9 p.m. at night Pacific time. So it's Friday, the weekend of July 30th, 31st, and August 1st. So supposedly it's not going to be a limited amount of people. They're going to, and I guess I also read, I think it's going to be a lot of bots. Um, there's just going to, so what, the, what this is, is testing the network, testing the servers, testing load, de- things like that. So supposedly they want to get a lot of people in. Um, they're going to be producing bot matches to begin with. Um, they're going to have teams of four players up against four AI controlled opponents. Um, so this first stress test, you're not going to necessarily be in against other people. You should be playing against bots. Um, so, but those are some of the details um, on what's happening. There's a bunch more stuff uh, that's going on. Um, now you can, if you're wondering if you're wondering if you can stream or share content during this technical preview. Yes, uh, they said, in fact, it's even being encouraged by the team. Um, they want fans to uh, share that content. So if you're not in, you should be able to see uh, lots of people playing it during that time frame. So be sure to, to check it out on, on Twitch. I'm sure you'll, you'll see lots of Halo action. Um, the, they said also, just so you guys know, that the, the what you're going to be playing is a couple months old. So there are some bugs that still need to be ironed out. It won't be polished. Um, but And you probably will hit a few snags. Um, but again, what you're playing is an, an older build. It's not the current build, but it's just, it'll do for what they need to trust the network. Test that. Um, so again, it's it's not the final product, so don't jump in and go, it sucks, it had this. It's a, it's, it's a technical test is all it's for. They want you to get in and try to play play they want to test all the all the back end stuff so that we have a a nice uh better inter- uh, better experience on day 1 and that they can handle the load so keep those types of things in mind but uh that's coming so be sure to check out the the Halo 343 website for any additional details and information all right what the heck is Chris I'm good I'm going to drop that in real quick so this is a th- this is the thing I wanted to talk about. There's a uh, a promotion that's going on in the UK. Oh yeah, somewhere else. Uh, I saw that somewhere in that area, <laughs> the UK. And you sure it's not Europe. Australia because they're the ones doing all the weird stuff. No, I don't think it was. But they uh, usually get the cool promos. In yeah, Australia. so yeah, that's true. No, they get the gear right, not the gear, but. Uh, True, not the, the, the promo items like that, the onesie and yep. what the anti chicken finger <laughs> controller or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, so Krispy Kreme out in the UK, they're having this promotion with Xbox where they have these awesome Krispy Kreme Xbox donuts. So it's basically. One of those like filled donuts, not not the ones with the holes in them. 
So it's it's the the filled donuts and it's got some kind of like green icing and then they like sprinkle powdered sugar over it. Um you know, with some kind of stencil or whatever that has yeah. the Xbox X logo. You know, the the current one. Yep. So so when you buy like a dozen of these, I've seen the pictures online where it's like a dozen of them all together. They look so cool. It's just it's the Xbox logo. And it's a donut. It's, um light fluffy dough with a rich and gooey brownie batter dipped in icing and decorated with the iconic xbox nexus design okay <laughs> I'd, I'd rather have like the uh personally oh yeah i love those <laughs> but uh yeah we can't get that here unfortunately because it's only over there all right i'm gonna post that story in our facebook group anyways just so we can yeah have the picture of the donuts. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's going up live right now. Yeah, we, yeah, here in the States, we have to deal with like the plain ones. <laughs> yeah. Although I think they had some weird ones for summer, some recent ones. They, all, they always do some creative stuff with the donuts. Yeah. Like you have this little like chocolate, not chocolate pieces, like candy pieces that might be, you know, like a shamrock for, you know, St. Patrick's Day or like some kind of a heart for Valentine's Day. Yeah, a heart or you know, little like ornaments for Christmas and yeah, they do some pretty clever things with a donut. All right. Anyway. So that's it. Let's talk about your favorite game this month, Rob. That's Gang Beasts. Apparently my favorite game this month is Ascent, because I played that one. <laughs> <laughs> That one and only that one. So, so here is the details. Uh, let me just put it this way: um, we we not we announced this game, and uh, for for July, and I'm going to read the comments that were posted about the game from the community first. So Matt says, "I've been jamming Mech Warrior Five Mercenaries. Maybe though, maybe that one would be fun. I have to admit, I haven't done any multiplayer yet, though." Jeff said, I wanted to like Dark Alliance, but the game is just flawed. The... Mm, wait a minute. This is supposed to be comments to Gang Beasts. <laughs> Maybe that tells you a lot about Gang Beasts. Um, oh, these guys were talking about it ahead of time uh, because I had put in, that's right, I put in Dark Alliance because that's what I wanted, but I had it as a placeholder. Um, so Bill said, a thousand gamer score, this game, this game, this game, Oh, a thousand this game when it came out. It's a lot of dumb fun. My kids and I really enjoyed it. Shamik says I'm a level 20. It's fun with friends. 20 is the highest level. You're expecting a triple A multiplayer game. This isn't it. But if you just want dumb fun with friends, average game with no story, this is it. So um that's what the community had to say. I tried it once. I wasn't I just booted it up to see what it was, and I felt like I was a wavy tube man who couldn't control himself and I was like, mm, okay. And we just never you, did do a uh, game night. That's what you thought about yourself. What about the game? Come on. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. Hold on. Now, I wasn't ready for that. So. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, because I, my son watched a lot of videos on this game. Uh, various YouTubers are playing it and they're in groups. And I've, I've seen how this can be like an amazing, not couch co op, but. If you play with people and it is just ridiculous, 
if you're, I don't know how it would be playing with people you're not talking to, but you know, it's one of those, you know, if, if you have that friend that is very vengeful (laughs) whenever they play, um, then a child. Sure. Yes. 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 Teen or preteen. Yep. Technically, then you know this is something that uh, you know might be a whole lot of fun, but it could also maybe bring people to tears too. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, if you're talking to people and um, you know you're just having a lot of fun, then. It sounds like it would be like a great, not party game, but group of friends getting online game. Okay. So we have nothing really to say about it because we didn't play it. (laughs) So we're going to improve for August. We're going to select a game that we will play. July has been a rough month. It's a summertime. We'll blame it on the summertime and sure too much outdoor time. Yeah, that's it. Um, August, uh, we're going to, the the game for this month, oh, wait, hold on, hold on, the game, the TXL Game Pass Game of the Month for August is, oh, that's not a drumble. What? Wow. I, Man. I that one. I thought I yeah, had. Yeah, you did. I thought I had a drum roll. <laughs> wait, you know what? We'll, we'll just, we'll just edit it. Oh, wait, we don't edit. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, uh, whatever. Okay, so it's the ascent. All right, moving on. <laughs> we're picking the ascent. I'm picking the ascent. I don't care what Robin Brun say. Um, we're doing the ascent, and I guarantee I'll be playing it a lot. It has been chosen. So it is. It was. Uh, and so it is. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I think we picked the August game before we picked the July game. I wanted, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we had this one slotted, but it didn't come out to the very end of July. Yeah. So, all right. I think that's it. So let's go into the releases. Okay, Rob, what you got for us to tell? What you got? What you got? Give us a list of games that we can buy and play. Okay, Rob. All right, for the week of July 26th through the 30th, the retail releases are rather plentiful. There's, uh, there's about 20 titles in this list. Yeah, you let's turn. Ter- oh, the whole, okay. You got it. I, I, got, I got this. <laughs> I, can, I can help you out. <laughs> I got this, man. You'll just All slow right. me down. You'll slow me down. Get her done. All right, maybe I can do uh, a game every four seconds. Okay. Will be done in a GIF. All right. So, but uh, on July 27th, we have Blightbound. It's a multiplayer dungeon crawler with meh graphics. Is that like a really awesome description? Uh, sure. Then we have Clone Drone in the Danger Zone. It's a robot voxel slice him up. I sort of like the voxel graphics. It looks kind of neat. That's uh, how would you describe that? It's like Minecrafty, but with much smaller blocks. 
instead of like the big blocks. But anyway, um, interesting graphics. This whole slice them up thing, I don't know about that. And then, of course, Microsoft Flight Simulator. This thing came out on the Xbox X and S on the 27th. It is in Game Pass, and it's optimized for the Series X and S. And I've heard what from can we other, say? I've heard from other resource or sources too that it plays extremely well on the Series S as well. Very nice, shockingly well. Yep, mm-hmm. they put a lot of love into this game. Yes, take flight like you have never done before. I still remember that old flight simulator that I used to play at. Man, I don't know if it was the Commodore sixty four or the Amiga, but I remember it was just lines. And I had my big atlas that I was, you know, following the highways. And I remember there was one time I went from Chicago to New York. It was Meg's Field where you used to take off. And it had like a handful of buildings, one of which was like the Sears Tower. Yeah. And uh, yeah, how far we have come. Yep. (laughs) It's crazy. Then Nightbook on July 27th. It's an interactive thriller. Um Reminds me very much of like the old CD-ROM games, you know, where SMVs like action, yeah. Then uh, Samurai Warrior Five on the twenty seventh, uh, apparently the fifth iteration of this game. Uh, Splitgate on July twenty seventh, and uh, my son was pretty excited about this when he was telling me about it the other day. I think this got delayed. It did. Okay. I believe I saw an article that this got delayed okay yeah it's free to play it's a shooter oh, it says a real, real initial release date of may 24 2019 or it got delayed to I, yeah i think it's release on the console was oh okay I, I believe this was just supposed to come out and i think they pushed it back a little further mm-hmm. so so I'm trying to find out for sure. Okay. So it's a free to play sh- multiplayer shooter, uh, sci-fi it says it's genre with some kind of portal. The beta is now available. Sorry. Okay. All right. Then we have a uh, colorful color. Mm-hmm. It's a puzzle labyrinth game. The forgotten city on the 28th Xbox one X enhanced. I just, I just want to say in the last one, so Brun may not understand what it was you said, so it's the Colorful Collar. Okay. This is the name of that game, so yes. he understands. Very excellent primo Ohio accent thing there. <laughs> <laughs> the Forgotten City on the 28th, Xbox One X Enhanced. Uh, that one is uh, Travel 2000 years into the past into a cursed roman city puzzles stuff trigger witch this is a uh, eight bit 16 bit looking game it's uh ultra violent apparently and uh as pixel art yeah fuga melodies of steel july 29th optimized for series x and s and smart delivery this is one of those uh, games that were like really popular back in the day. Uh, like Advance Wars was one of them. I think mm-hmm. it's really like you get the fighting from both sides. And um, 
Oh, I heard Advance Wars is being redone. I was excited about that. Love that game. So uh, I'm guessing it probably comes out on the Switch. <laughs> probably. I, I'm, I would think. I imagine. But uh, yeah, don't, finally. Don't quote them on it, people. Yeah, after a bajillion years or 20-ish, uh, Advance Wars comes out. I used to play that on my uh, Game Boy Advance when I used to do a lot of traveling for that company we worked with, we worked together and I'd be sitting at the airport waiting for my plane and I just sit there and play that game. Then uh, get packed on the 29th. Uh, this is get packed fully loaded. It's a uh, couch co-op um, game. Trails of destruction, debris, blah, blah, blah. I'm no, this is the game I was talking about earlier. This came out today. It's on Game Pass, and it's Play Anywhere, which is awesome. It's a single-player journey of discovery through an ancient world of wonders, puzzles, secrets, and obstacles to overcome. And it looks pretty cool. I like the artwork on this game. Paint the Town Red, July 29th, optimized for Series X and S, and Smart Delivery. It's a first-person melee game. Uh, The Ascent, that came out today on the 29th. This is also Game Pass, right? We mentioned that already. Uh, this looks like a pixelated garbage. I don't even know what this yeah. thing is. It's optimized <laughs> for Xbox Series X and S pixels. <laughs> and also has smart delivery. Oh, and, even that uh, screenshot alone looks awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it does look good. Yeah, they got some uh, talented artists on there. Uh, Blaster Master 03. July 29th, smart delivery. You know, like a, it's like an old Capcom game. Uh, Side scrolling, top down action stuff. Uh, Sky Drift Infinity. Oh, I remember seeing, I watched the trailer on YouTube for this. This is like, um, think like of. Blur like, in the air. <laughs> well, I was going to say it's like a flying wipeout. So you remember that wipeout game? Yeah, it was like uh, hover vehicles. This is more like flying, but kind of the same thing. So basically, uh, um, you know, flying on race courses in a plane, which basically to me means I smash into every wall and mountain and everything along the way. But you look at those four icons in front of that airplane. That reminds me of Blur. What four icons? Look in the air. Look in front of the airplane. You see a purple, oh, yeah, yeah. green, okay, a yeah. pink, and a, mm-hmm. uh, and a yellow. And that that's like screams blur to me right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was looking the other day to see if you could buy blur in the store, and you can't. That was disappointing. It's lame. I know. But uh, anyway, a flow lines versus on July 29th. There's a lot of stuff that came out today. So it's a some kind of classic game for two players. Apple Slash on the 30th. What is this? Man, this is like Apple II graphics. Man, this is graphics-wise, this is like going back further than we have ever gone before. Think PC Junior. Think Apple II. It is like monochrome graphics. Wow. Uh, Horror Tales, The Wine on the 30th. We're just going to go through these quickly. In in Bento on July 30th. This one is Xbox One X Enhanced. 
I'm guessing this is food related. I like bento boxes. Yeah. Uh, Open your cookbook, grab your lunchbox. Yeah. That was the last one. So flight simulator was definitely shiny penny and ascent. Right. Is there anything else? Those were like the big ones. Omno. The ascent is the shiny penny. Yeah. And, Oh wait, flight sim came out last week. No, I think it was this week, wasn't it? Yeah, it was this week. How come yeah. that wasn't on that list, or was it? It was, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we talked about it. I'm tired. Pay attention, pay attention. <gasps> okay, that was like more than 30 seconds ago. I forgot. Yeah, no, it was, it was like a list of 20 games. Because yeah. uh, for a while now, we've been having like six, eight. I think you're lying because Xbox has no games, right? No, and that game pass thing is a fad like yeah exactly all right and uh i think that's it right all right so thanks to learn your else. lesson thanks to learn your lesson for the music uh i got nothing else either so let's close this bad boy out i'm rob also known as Presar. thanks for listening everybody get you all next week i'm mark aka wingman 709 taking off